Hey guys, this is Dan the GM, and I am welcoming you to the one, the only, what the dice. That's right, this is episode 65 of our weekly releases of What the Dice. And I am inviting everyone out there, listening to my voice, go to your Twitter, and go to at WhatTheDicePod, and follow us. You'll be able to keep up to date with all the weird crap we've got going on. Stuff about our YouTube, our weekly releases, and you never know what kind of stuff I'll post. So, go do that. Past that, I got nothing else, which means this segment is done, and you get to move on to this week's episode. Stay tuned, my friends, and we are so happy you have joined us for our story. As we make our normal trek up to the storyteller's campsite, we notice something a bit peculiar. Five men dressed in glimmering black armor sit around the campsite and seem to try to engage the storyteller in some kind of conversation. The storyteller pays them no mind as his eyes are locked on his book. As we enter the light of the campfire, he slowly turns to us and gives us a smile. Ah, me friend, me friend, sit, sit. Do not mind these strange men, they just wish to chat. You, my friend, you must hear more of our tale. The agents have had a chance to decide on what they're going to do, and their decision is to go check on the Fibulus's family friend. Now, this should only be a short little jaunt, as he doesn't live too far from the Holy City. But with the agents, you never know what kind of mayhem seems to follow them. Sit back, me friend, and hear me tale. It is now morning in the Holy City. The air is cool and crisp as there's just the slightest bit of moisture clinging to the glass of your home. Ishul is cooking a hearty breakfast for everyone as he knows that you are preparing to go on a on a travel. Who is getting up first? Probably Kalila. Uh, Kalila or Clyde, because I need to just get up early and do my prayers. Uh, yeah, it could be Clyde. I'll give it to him. Because I had to do the prayers and memorizing my spells and everything. If he gets up before the sunrise, then he beats Kalila. So, as you wake up, you are just starting to see uh, Ishul prepping breakfast. Morning, Ishul. He gives you a, a bow and he goes, good morning. Uh, sleep well, I hope. Always, since the god has blessed me. It is always nice to be woken with the blessings of a god. Did you sleep well? Yes, I've been very comfortable here. 
I have been trying to do much reading, and I have taken it upon myself to almost fall asleep with a book in my hand, it seems. Fantastic. Kalila, you would be woken up next, and you are starting to smell the, the fresh eggs being cooked. Nom! Okay, I'll go down and assist with breakfast. Assist as in eat? If it's already cooked, and then do my, like, cat-like stretches in the morning. So Defiglis would be the last to wake up. He is coming downstairs looking for his coffee. There's a thing of coffee ready for you. Ah, good. As you all prepare for your morning in whichever way you do, you finish breakfast, your stretches, your prayers, and you are ready to head out and get on the trail to head to Defibulous's family friend's tavern. All right, I'm pretty sure we're all just waking up, eating some breakfast, and probably just gonna head out. Truth? As you travel, things are very calm and still on the road. The more north you head, the colder the air gets. There are a few moments where you're able to stop in nice areas to refresh the horses with food and drink, as well as a chance to do a little bit of cooking for yourself, unless you choose to eat field rations. I'll hunt some fresh meat for lunch or whatevs whenever we do. If it doesn't take long, I'm pretty sure we'll find plenty. As you guys approach the area where the road splits off and you know that you'd be taking the last of the day's travel to heading to the tavern, you cut through a small area that is very swampy. You can smell the methane bubbling up from underneath the thick water. You can see off in the distance where it looked like either orcs or some humans had set up a small dam and created this humanoid-built swamp. The water is stagnant and seems to cling to everything it touches. Defibulous, I need you to roll a d20 and tell me what you get. 17. Okay. I need perception checks from everyone. 11. Nat 20. 32. Defibulous and Kalila. As you guys are starting to walk across or walk your horses across the small spots of dry land, you see this brown sludge undulating in the water. Slime. Kalila's going to point it out. I'm not jumping on it. Yeah, don't touch the slimes. You see a bubble pop up as it starts to move slowly towards you. This is the first one that's actually approached us. Most of the time, they just attack us when we accidentally step on them. I feel like if we had a giant sponge, we could just suck them up into a sponge. Get some salt, like a slug. Well, Kalila's going to pull out her bow and shoot at the slime because it's away, and I don't want to go trudging through some swamp water to hit it. Uh, question for the DM. Yes. Um, is it safe to discharge a firearm out here with all, with all the methane? I don't know. You might want to roll to find out. And what would I roll for that? Knowledge. Uh, engineering. Or survival? Or survival. Well, yeah, or survival. Yeah, engineering or survival. I'd say both, one and the other. It looks like a 19 total. 
it might not be the wisest thing to do, but if you are careful, you would be fine. As long as the spark is not inside the the swampy area. Like, if you were... If the Fibulus was in the water, no. Would not be a good idea. Where you're at on the horse, yeah, you could be okay. Yes. Um, fair warning, guys. I may blow us all up shooting at it. Fair warning. Thanks for letting us know. Time to test my... Put my theory in the test. So you both are taking a shot at it? Yeah. Yeah, mine's with my bow. Alright. Uh, how far is it away from us? 60 feet. I got a 24 to hit. 25 to hit. Hit and hit. Your damages? We're getting there. 14 damage. This is more impressive than mine. Usually is. I can always teach you to use a gun. Six damage. I don't think slimes have bleed. They do not. And then six damage it is. Alright. I now need initiatives. D- 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 wait, wait. So, did we get surprise attacks? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you're just timesing the damage for us. Yep. Okay. I have an eight. I have a 21. 16. All right. So, Kalila with eight. Who had the 21? Me. That's a good roll for you. And Defibulous? 16. And Hugin is going on Kalila's round? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, I also... So, you guys are also on horses as well. Okay. Are any of you getting off of your horses? No. Okay. Clyde? If it's only one, like, I'll look around, and if it's only one, I'm not going to get off. Okay. So I'm going to need these as well. Clyde, you are top of round. What would you like to do? Shoot it. All right. I was really perplexed for a moment. I literally had to, like, make a squint face and be like, what the heck at the shoot? And because I forgot he now has a, a rifle. He's not trained in it yet. Oh no, I'm gonna shoot with a with a bow. Oh. He still has his oh. crappy bow. <laughs> crappy bow. Two basic go short bow of nothing. Nineteen. That is a hit. Eight damage. Sorry, ten damage. Total of ten damage. All right. Because you said there's sixty feet, right? Yes. Defibulous. Do around. I am, dude. Well, since we had a surprise attack, would I have been able to reload between, or do I need to reload this round? You would need to reload this round, unless you're using your powderless. No, I'll save my powderless for now. I'll go ahead and reload. Are you reloading with any of your special ammo? I'm going to try one of them, uh, the ones I got for free, the, where are they? I wrote them down. Like the wild shot. Okay. That makes it the ooze's turn. And he is going to, where's, I am going to close the distance and get closer to the three of you. So I am now 20 feet away from you guys. Kalila, you're round. I'm just going to keep shooting at it and I'm staying on the horse. Okay. I would suggest we move our 30 feet and then shoot at it because if it only moves. Does it t- make it harder to hit if our horses are moving? But, yeah, I mean, we could easily just keep going and leave the slime alone. I mean, move and shoot, because if it only can move a certain amount and we stay out of that certain amount. I'm assuming that doesn't make it difficult, because technically I'm not moving and my horse is moving, but I don't know. It's It increases it, but I'll do it on my end. Okay. Yeah, we can keep moving steadily, but wouldn't we? aren't we supposed to be carefully monitoring where our horses are going? No, no, no. I, I mean, move, stop, shoot. Oh, 
Yeah, okay. That's fine. We'll, we'll just keep a nice healthy distance between us and the slime. Stop and shoot at it. Yeah, because the, the movement of a, of a horse is going to be better than movement of a slime. Okay, that's fine. 26 to hit. That is a hit. Nine damage again. Okay. Top of round. Clyde, what would you like to do? I'm going to move and then shoot. Alright. That's a dirty 20. That's a hit. Oh, that's... That's seven damage. The Fibulous. I was going to use... The, if I shoot that thing with a wild shot. Alright. I need you to roll to hit. That 20. Okay. And damage? It's an extra 1d6 damage on top of your rifle weapon damage. A uh, total of 10 damage. Alright. And then I need you to roll a... Uh, one, D100 or percentiles. 28%. 28. Alright, Defibulous, I also need you to roll 5D6. It got super quiet, or is it just me? I'm waiting on Defibulous to roll 5D6. Oh! 18. Okay. What was it? 18. 18. Defibulous, as that shot brings out a strange, clear mist, white, clearish white mist, enters your lungs. And you feel slightly different, but nothing seems to happen. I'm just going to kind of look around like, what the hell? The ooze's turn. The ooze is going to move up, and seeing that Defibulous was the only one that didn't move, the ooze is now within melee range of you. Kalila, you're around. I'm going to move my horse accordingly and shoot at the thing. Unless I saw Defibulous breathe in weird mist, but I doubt it. You saw Defibulous breathe in weird mist. Where did the mist come from? The barrel of his gun. Has that happened before? No, but he did fire a one of those weird bullets. Oh, I probably wouldn't know that. Yeah, well, you would have seen him load it. Just gonna kind of like stare at him for just a second, then shoot the the, the ooze if it's still coming at us. Mm-hmm. Is it within thirty feet for me? Yes. Well. It stopped at Defibulous. Defibulous never moved. You moved 30, so you should be about 60 feet away from him. Why isn't it Defibulous moving with us? He didn't move. Oh, he just stayed there? Mm-hmm. Okay. 29. It. 12. Okay. Clyde, you're around. Same thing. Does it look like it's being damaged at all? It looks like it is taking some bows and some shots, and it looks like it is getting injured, yes. Okay, well, the three of us did not move, so I'm going to move my horse to the slime and dismount and attack it. Okay. So your action would be to move up and dismount. Sure. So that makes it the Fibulous's round. If I move, I'm going to provoke an opportunity to attack for it, won't I? Don't know. Gonna have to move to find out. Well, Clyde also just stopped right next to it, so in fear, you guys are flanking. Also, there's a possibility that if the ooze attacks one of you, it might hit the horse. It has technically four targets. No, only three. I didn't. No. Yeah, he dismounted, so the horse would be behind you. Yeah. Uh, I've got to reload this round anyway. I will go ahead. And... Are you reloading another of the wild shot? Yeah, I'll lo reload another wild shot. Okay. The ooze's turn. Clyde. Yes, sir. Does a. There's no way I'm going to hit. I rolled a 10. Or altogether 10. So the ooze spits acid at you, which lands at your feet and sizzles. Oh, 
Look, there's acid. Delilah, you're around. Not the kind of acid trip Defibulus wants. Did the ooze just spit acid? Yes. Yep. Just randomly. I, I want to, like, survival or hunter check that and know what kind of ooze we're fighting. Do I know anything about those? It's just like taking some arrows and not even giving a damn. Most animals don't give a damn, but yeah, you can roll your survival. Dirty 20. It is a brown ooze. They're pretty common to swampy areas and they do have acid. Alright, so that's normal. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Like what they're weak against? Give me one sec. I accidentally closed the tab when I pulled up Mexi's shop. Oopsie poopsies. Uh, let's see. You know that they have a, um, their, the acid that you're detect, you saw is actually its digestion. Like it's Stomach has a, acid. Pretty much. Other than that, they're just pretty common to, uh, the swamp areas and they act almost as like constrictors. They'll wrap around their prey, constrict them and then absorb them. Clyde, don't let that thing coil around you. It acts like a snake. Yes, ma'am. As I take another shot at it. Oh. Dirty 20. And it's a hit. Nine. That makes it Clyde's turn. I attack. All right. Well, I think we could probably just outrun this thing. By outrun, I mean, you know, walk. <laughs> yep. We could have. Uh, it's a 18. That's a hit. 13 damage. Defibulous. Your round. I'm gonna shoot it with this wild shot. See what it does this time. Alright. And it's within 30 feet, you said, right? It's in. It's right next to you. It's melee range. Yes. It is five feet below you. Oh, so I'm just pointing the gun down and shooting it. Gotcha. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, 24. That is a hit. I now need you to roll a d100 or percentiles, whichever. Uh, before or after damage? After. Uh, 13 damage and a 92%. All of the water around you starts to sparkle white as this strange mist exits your barrel and seems to bless every drop of water within 30 feet of you. He's going to kind of blink, kind of confused about what just happened. As the ooze also just disintegrates before you. Yay, disintegration. Um... No idea. Um, I am a god and I just blessed the water? I'm going to loot the slime. Is there like a core or something we can take? Nope, there's nothing. It just was an ooze. Probably had some leftover arrows. I'm going to get back on my horse and start resituating myself to continue on our journey. Yeah, but what just happened to the water? He was using wild shot. Mexi said they were unpredictable and he never tested them out, so... Yeah, uh, but what in the hell did I just do to it? Blessed it. I think you blessed it. Or purified the surrounding areas. Woo, sanctified swamp. The fibulous. Before you continue on, are you going to load your, another shot into your barrel now, or are you going to wait? I'm going to... I'm probably, what, like, I think five of those wild shots? You've spent... Three. Three of them. I'm going to save the, the next two for now, and I'll just load standard shot in. Okay. The rest of your travels are pretty easy. At the end of your travels, you find the tavern. Tucked away behind some trees. Defibulous. From the last time you were here, 
things have changed a little bit. You see some skull, some uh, fire skull marks across some of the wood that has been treated with tar. You see more heavily armed guards patrolling the area. The area is still has a maintained garden in front and still as welcoming as ever. Inside, you can hear the sound of a bard playing. What do you guys want to do? Go inside. Place looks a little more fortified than it was last time I was here. The fibulous. As you enter, the inside looks like it has been patched up from a massive fight. But it looks like it is old. Behind the bar, you see a half-orc loading barrels of alcohol. You see a bartender serving food, and you see another bartender cleaning. The tavern is busier than it's ever been. It is warm and inviting, and has the smell of fresh meat being cooked in the back. The Fibulous will scan the bar to see if he can uh, see his family friend in here. Perception. Uh, Dirty 20. The Fibulous, as you scan the bar and your eyes finally see to the left of you, you see your family friend. He is leaning against the back wall, a stein in his hand, but there's something different about him. One of his eyes looks like it has been damaged. He wears an eye patch over it. He holds that stein of beer slightly different than you remember. Upon closer looking, you notice that both of his trigger fingers have been crushed as if something heavy was slammed on it over and over. What would you like to do? Defibulous overjoyed to see that uh, his friend is still alive. He's going to run up and just like give him a flying hug. As you barrel into this heavy-chested dwarf, he catches you and gives you a hug. Ah, I thought you'd be dead. I heard that one of the brothers finally beat the other. Didn't think you had it in you to shoot him. Um, oh, we shot him all right. He kind of blew himself up, though. We? You actually found yourself some friends to help you with your your mission of... of... Not being killed by my, my older brother? Yes. Yeah. Ah. Well, a friend of yours is a friend of mine. Come, come sit, Defibius. Have a drink with me. In fact, have He'll, several. He'll motion everyone to come over to the table. Lila will approach and sit. Before you sits a very stocky dwarf. His hair has gone thin, and his beard is long and white. It looks as if he has braided in, instead of rings, little pieces of bullets that have been bored through. He waves his hand and a bartender comes over and he just starts rambling off drinks. A few minutes later, before you, is the biggest meal and probably the biggest stein of alcohol you have ever seen. Well, have a drink, me friends, and celebrate with me that the Fibulous has returned and is safe. I was, I was worried that my brother had the gun. I feared maybe he'd attacked you and took it and killed you or something. Well, yeah, yeah, well, your brother did get to me. But 
I was smart enough to dismantle the weapon and send it off. The only thing he was able to get was the stock. Because that was the only thing I had left. That was the only part we got off of him, too. Well, that's the only part he had. But, you know, it cost me both my trigger fingers and an eye. Brother never did take no for an answer very well. He wasn't smart enough to, sadly. Well, he was smart enough to come with many men and do quite a bit of damage. Sorry you got drugged into this. Ah, well, I've been a part of your family for longer than you've been alive. So, it was only a matter of time before one of them decided to do something stupid. Well, there's only one, one of us left to do something stupid now, and that's me. Well, if you do something stupid, I'm going to hit you with a frying pan. Oh, please don't. I saw the last person you hit with one of those. Yeah, I have to replace that iron pan. And that hammer. Oh, I've seen what you can do with a frying pan and a hammer. Ah, well, our, we're a dwarf, and we do like our hammers. So, now that your brother is, uh, not available, shall we say, what is your plan? You going to go take the family fortune back? Um, well, I gotta figure out, first of all, where his wife I can't imagine. I can't, still can't believe someone married him. Uh, where she went, and if she's going to try to contest it, but eventually, I think? Well, you can also go find the weapon. That would give you quite an edge, and I do might still have some information on where they went. You were actually pretty upset about that, Defibulous. You thought it was completely destroyed. Oh, well, yeah, I would love to get the, the, the parts back and set it back where it belongs. I just... I got other things I gotta do too, you know, like keep you guys out of trouble and shoot things. Yeah, you know, so, fight the darkness, save the world. Don't you mean shoot things and blow things up? Because aren't I the usually one that keeps you out of trouble? <laughs> Details. Well, my short, short little friend, and I have great news. I was able to separate the gun into five main pieces. You've already got the stock, which means all you have left is the scope, the trigger, the loading mechanism, and the barrel itself. And I was smart and kept notes on where I sent everyone. Uh, any information you, ha you have, Gramps, would be definitely helpful. Well, I'm not that old to be your grandfather. In fact, I'm older than that, and you know that. I've been with your family longer than you've been around. Yeah, but... So, but... I was smart. Your brother never liked going on boats. I never understood that. Could be that he made them explode whenever he entered them. But... I moved them to different continents. It cost quite a pretty penny, but I'd rather that gun never see the light of day again than let your skeevy little brother have it. Well, I don't know what he built, but whatever he was shooting at us was creating a dragon head with all kinds of elemental stuff when it fired. Hmm. Rather well, hurt. Well, and there, he looks around and pulls out a small piece of paper and hands it to you. On the piece of paper, you see your father's writing. And it's the theory of why it was called the Dragon Rifle, or the Dragon's Breath Rifle. The idea of it harnesses energy around it and literally fires out the elements around it, creating the dragon that you, the a dragon skull to bite and do damage to its foes. Huh. I mean, the theory that Father had, definitely different from what we saw, but it's close. 
You take that piece of paper. Yes. As you take that piece of paper, you start to notice that it seems to age rather quickly and then just seems to disappear. What? What? Yeah, Kalila is curious now, too. Defibulous. That book that you got from the Bone Temple, where do you keep it? In one of my in my pack. You feel something weird in your pack, as if something is opening a book behind you. Deb. And then you feel it close. He'll very confused dig for the book and take it out. As you flip through, you notice that one of the pages has replaced itself. Do you remember how there was a section that was all burned away and ripped out? Yes. There's now a new page of the exact page that you just read. Because, well, that's weird and really handy. And oddly magic working. No ashes, yep. The dwarf stares at you and is like, Oh, and what magical little trinket do you got there, huh? It was a... Remember my uncle that went missing on expedition a while back? Yeah, he was a madman. He said that there was a way to repeat life as many times as you wanted, as long as you could find the right key. Well, I found his crowbar and his and a book at a bone god temple. What god is made of bones? The bone god. The bone god. Gods. God and goddess so far. There might be more. So far, there's two. He stares at you for a second, and he just shakes his head. He's like, Defibulous, what manner of madness have you gotten yourself into? Well, I'm traveling with a hunter, a paladin, and we're the heroes of the holy city, and we're off to save the world. So you, So you are going in the way of your uncle. Currently, well, currently, I guess. I mean, kind of hard to follow mom and dad's footsteps, considering they're gone, siblings are gone, and the business, the family business was screwed up. The fabulous. You never told us you had a crazy uncle and you were following in his footsteps. Well, mom and dad didn't talk about him very often. They just said he was crazy and he traveled. Oh, fair enough. Well, let me tell you about his crazy uncle. He had this belief that if you could find this strange and mystical key, you could relive your life as many times as you wanted. And he never found it. He ended up going mad and we never saw him again. Every now and then we'd get a letter from him, but it was always written in some weird, strange, gobbledygook language. No one ever. Can we see these letters? No, they'd yes. be at home, wouldn't they? They would be with your parents. Yes, they—they they were the ones that collected the letters. Your your mother kept them out of sentimentality, thinking that she would one day figure out what they meant and would be able to cure his madness and you know your mother was the sentimental type your father well he knew that his brother went it was practical yes your 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 father knew his brother went nuts so have you been or heard anything about how the family home is no from what i heard your brother decided that the family home wasn't big enough do you remember that big island just north of y'all um, the one that mom and dad always said not to go to? The, yes. 
that's the one. Well, your brother decided that he'd send a small army and take it over. So, technically, the short bolt factories are in the, that big island to the north. I believe he used something called indentured servants to deal with everything. I'm going to have so much trouble getting the family name out of the mud after, the, after that. Mud? You'll be lucky to get them out of the core of the earth at this rate. Well, I mean, he's gone, so... I just have to deal with his wife? I've seen drow that aren't as deep as this family name's gone. Uh... Well, you know what the best part of going that far down? You can only go up. Or you keep going down, and then you come out the other side. That's... I don't think it works quite like that, but okay. Yeah, well, I'm not the learned type. I'm the type that just deals with things. Well, um... Yeah, I'm really happy to see you weren't killed by my brother and his stupidities. Wow, and I'm glad I'm not dead. My tavern would be a mess without me. Well, I can definitely tell you once I'm done in running around saving the world with my friends here that I will definitely come back and hear from you. Well, well, I hope you also do something about your family name. I did enjoy the, the perks of having our name attached to them. Ah, uh, well, since I'm the only one left, I've got to do something about it, so... Don't worry, I will fix the family name at some point. Kalila and Clyde. Perception checks. T hold on. 11. 23. Kalila. During this conversation, you've noticed that across the bar, there are two half-orcs, a hobgoblin, and a drow that seem very keen on the conversation. Did Clyde notice it, or is he still looking like he's... Nope. Kalila's gonna just kick Clyde underneath the table, like, light enough to get his attention, but not enough to, like, make a noise. I detect evil. First reaction. First reaction, I accidentally kick. I detect evil. That really needs to be a freaking shirt for you. Uh, but no, she will see if she can get Clyde to, like, look at her and then, like, motion with her eyes to the group of four. The Hulk Goblin is definitely evil. The two half-orcs... The two half-orcs are not evil. The drow is not evil. I stand up. Also, where are we sitting? If you look in the on the tavern, on the left-hand side, you'll see where the dwarf named Kazareth is sitting. I'm assuming it's the far left table in the bottom corner. Yes. Okay. As Clyde finishes his detect evil. And stands up. And stands up. Oh, I'm sitting right next to him. I'm just going to pull him right back down. Well, then as Clyde is forcefully sat back down. Wait. No, hold on. She has to be able to do that. All right. Is Kalila? this a reflex or a strength check versus each other? It would be a strength check versus him. Because you're using gonna... your strength for him. Hail this, but all right. Of 15. She pulls me back down. <laughs> yes! I rolled a three, so I was seven. Oh, shit. You were caught off guard. It's okay. With the whole quiet shut, we don't want to make a scene. He's trying to stealthily tell you that they're looking at us. As Clyde is forcefully sat back down, the table that they're sitting at is flipped down. 
Okay, never mind. She steps behind Clyde so he can pull a shield out. <laughs> Clyde stands back up. The two orcs take position, and the hobgoblin readies his crossbow. Yeah, I'm readying my bow as I'm stepping behind Clyde. You hear the hobgoblin call out. Short round! Short round! There is a bid on your head! I've come to claim it! Who put a bid on my head this time? Does it matter? Yep. Your pretty little head will be served on a silver platter. Well, I mean, it depends on who you're going for, because one of your payers may be dead, so it might matter. Also, you got demoted there, Defibulous. Silver should be on gold. Can I shoot him now? Yeah, wait. Only silver? Man, you guys are woefully underpaid. With that snide comment, we end this episode here. Two orcs, a dark elf, and a hobgoblin enter a bar, calling out Defibulous's name. It seems this punchline has yet to been delivered. But that is all the time we have for this evening. Now I must make these black-suited men leave me, and I must bid you a fair good night. And as always, be friend, may the dice gods bless your every roll. Now, will you bugger off? This is my cap site. No one invited you here. You're not here to hear a story. You're here to try to take things. Now go. Get. Get. Go on before I get mean. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod. Twitter at WhatTheDicePod, and of course email WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 